Welcome to Episode 8 of the Mission Innovate Podcast from the Baptist Convention of Iowa. My name is Ben Bradley, BCI Communications and Outreach Director. I'm Chris Eller, BCI Associate Executive Director, and this podcast is devoted to discovering how your church can take its next step to multiply disciples, churches, and mission to fulfill the Great Commission. In this episode of the Mission Innovate podcast, I speak with BCI Executive Director Tim Labinus and BCI Associate Director Chris Eller about BCI Cohorts, one of the newest initiatives that we have launched with the goal of connecting pastors together for learning and encouragement. Let's go to the interview. Chris, uh, one of the things that uh, you have been really instrumental in helping to develop in the last year and year, year and a half in some time frame like that is this idea of cohorts. We've had a couple of cohorts. First of all, tell us what is a cohort? What does that even mean? You know, cohort is a uh, small group gathered together, convened for learning, and it's usually around a, a position within a church structure. So it could be the solo pastor of a smaller church. It could be the uh, assistant pastor of a smaller church. It could be the small group pastor of a larger church or the worship leader of a larger church. So it's really kind of position focused. And then we, we try to find uh, guys that are in the similar stage of life too, so that they're all um, kind of at the same place in their career and their ministry experience. What is the main purpose of these groups? Like, what are you hoping to accomplish in the midst of those groups? You know, it's uh, it's really a good opportunity, first of all, to introduce um, guys to others within the state who are in the same place that they are, uh, whether it's a position or a similar church. But then it's also a great learning environment. So it's a very collaborative learning environment. It's got a very focused um, topic, typically, so that a person who is coming in, say, as a, an assistant pastor, um, it's going to be focused on on developing them as leaders in that position and then um, helping them prepare for the next step in their ministry. So it's it's a way to pour gas on a learning environment and really help to accelerate a lot of the uh, learning opportunities within that cohort. What is the schedule like for those typically, and what are the individual meetings like generally? You know, they... Um, so the each cohort is different. So one of the first things they do as a, a cohort is determine the schedule, how often they will meet, what those meetings will look like. Um, typically, we try to, to do a cohort within a six-month period of time, and we strive to have uh, three or four in-person meetings and then uh, three or four Zoom follow-ups with that. Um, sometimes those also include one-on-one coaching. So um, it's an opportunity to not only learn as the group, but then to get individual coaching on a particular topic that maybe you are dealing with within your ministry environment that wouldn't be as relevant to the whole group. So Tim, one of the things that you had started uh, a couple years prior to us landing on the idea of cohorts is the peer learning group. Tell us about how that idea developed and what the experience has been of that. Yeah, a peer learning group, we had a number of pastors get together for uh, some weekends where they would have a whole evening and day together to really get to know one another well and to talk through issues of common concern. And what we've discovered is that instead of creating 
content-centered groups where we try to encourage people to learn a curriculum, we're creating a relationship and uh, interest-centered groups where they don't learn from a curriculum that somebody from the outside prepared, as good as it may be, but they learn from one another, from people who are in a very similar ministry context, uh, similar theological, denominational background, and uh, similar interests and values. But the expert in the room isn't the curriculum designer or the convention staff person, but the, the expert is actually the person who is leading the meeting to try to help the members of the group to learn from one another. We don't think the expertise in that group is from the outside. The expertise is actually already in the group. And so by uh, carefully selected questions, discussion topics, and other activities, uh, these guys can get to know one another and learn from one another. And oh, it's really multiplied things that the, that the center of content and learning isn't a curriculum or a one speaker, but it's from one another. And not only does that help the meeting go better, they continue on and learn from one another. We've seen that these groups, even after the, the agreed upon number of sessions has ended, they continue on because they love it so much and they have enjoyed the group and the deep relationships they've created and what they learn in each time. So they've said it's worth it for us to continue in these groups. And one thing that I've noticed too, is that it's not, um, it's not just the learning, but they also do a lot of um, just relational sharing and bearing each other's burdens. Is that a, a core component as well? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times pastors are even though they're around people maybe more than anyone else in a church, they're often one of the more lonely persons in a church. And some of that is they, for whatever reason, don't feel like they can be as open or have opportunity to uh, share uh, or or be a peer in a group because they're usually in any context at church one of the key leaders. Well, to be in one of these cohorts or other groups, they aren't the key leader. They're peers. They're people who can uh, really understand and to accept and to encourage one another. And that's a perfect environment for pastors to get to know other pastors in a accepting environment that where they all understand they're just normal guys doing the best they can. And uh, they're able to share a little bit more openly and, and get help from genuine pastors in whatever they might be going through. Tim, another thing I'd like to hear you comment on is sort of how these uh, peer learning groups and cohorts kind of fit in our overall scheme of events that we have at BCI or interactions, I guess, because we have, for example, our, our annual meeting where it is come one, come all. We want everyone to come be a part of that. And we also have individual meetings and the peer learning groups, cohorts kind of fit somewhere in the middle. Explain how that's kind of structured. Yeah, good. The The contrast between a one-on-one meeting and the annual meeting that cohorts can provide is an ongoing connection with a smaller group of similar people. And by similar, it, it's not only that we're all in Iowa, but, but even the particular staff positions 
or leadership positions, uh, for example, lead pastor, worship pastor, discipleship or small groups, and you name it, the different kinds of ministry assignments that either staff, full-time people have, or even part-time volunteers have, uh, they have such common ground and uh, they often aren't in context where the the particular questions even get asked that they're struggling with. So then to get in a room with five or six of other people who are struggling with the same kinds of issues that you are, it's just a win for them. And, uh, and it, it's a great environment for them to learn from one another and to encourage one another. And Chris, bringing in uh, these kind of specific positions, leaders that are filling very similar roles, bringing them together. We, we've done that a few times recently with our cohorts. Give us an idea of a couple of the groups that we've, that we've seen recently. Well, currently we have a leadership development. So it's a, a group of guys getting together who are second chair guys, basically, and are talking through the roles that they have in that environment. Uh, we also have, um, had a cohort that completed already that was a group of small group pastors. So guys who were leading um, small group ministries within their church, not just, uh, you know, one or two groups, but dozens of groups, larger churches. And I, you know, the value that that was able to contribute was palatable. Uh, it, it was a, we were able to um, touch on some things that as Tim just mentioned, would not have come up in a curriculum. I mean, it, it's really a, a focused effort to um, address the issues that a small group pastor in a large church is going to face, specifically here in Iowa. What was the feedback that you had from that particular group? A hundred percent positive. Um, you know, Chris Mavity led, in fact, he's led both of these groups, the one that's currently going and then the small group uh, group that has met. And um, the feedback has just been extremely positive. And there's also a cohort going on right now for pastors in the area of preaching. Is that right? That's right. So uh, Pastor Todd Stiles, First Family Church in Ankeny, is leading a cohort of younger preachers and um, helping them to uh, hone their skills and become better preachers. And again, it's uh, just the initial feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. Tim, cohorts are really a part of our overall BCI strategy. Maybe explain a little bit about just the process or strategy that the BCI uses as we are engaging with our churches and pastors. Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. We've had a fairly transformational shift in what we see as the role of state convention staff people. Uh, back in the past, and and good guys doing a good job, uh, in the past would create a more uh, content-centered or state convention staff as expertise-centered approach toward leading ministry. And uh, that was probably the right thing for a decade or two ago, but as culture and technology and other things changed, uh, we have needed to shift. And so instead of being the, the content providers, we are the people who help in learning through getting expertise uh, around experts around one another. And so our posture as BCI staff people is to start any conversation, not with what can you do for us or how can you adopt, adapt uh, a particular 
program that we're providing, but we start off as learners, and we have these uh, alliterated C's, of course, as Southern Baptist preachers. Uh, and so we start with uh, curious, and so we train our staff and encourage our staff to not lead with telling, but with learning. So we have curious, and then we curate. Uh, we we want to have the answer to the question of what is a good resource for? And then we have a kind of frequently asked question, what are the top 10 or 20 things? What are the best uh, uh, training for elders or training for disciples? And so we curate and provide resources. We also convene, and this is when we try to get meetings together, not just our uh, regular slate of meetings, but we want to get the right people in the right room for the right topic. And even if it's one time or a, a short series of time, we try to convene meetings that don't often just happen on their own. Next, we try uh, to do cohorts. These are people with more similar interest and more intense uh, focus on a particular uh, need and these might be small group leaders in a church who all have common questions and so this cohort maybe wouldn't uh, get together without some additional help and we want our staff to be the the guys who help put these cohorts together uh, next we coach and this is, might be a one-on-one -on -one time uh, uh, where it's only one session or it might be a series of sessions where we provide as staff, uh, perspective and ideas, uh, suggestions, and accountability for pastors who are trying to move forward in their ministry. And then finally, we celebrate. And we want to help honor the kind of behavior that uh, is of guys who are really doing a great job that others can learn from. So we want to recognize and affirm those who are doing a great job, but also use that as a teaching opportunity to help others to see what's going on and, and maybe learn from others who have seen some progress in their ministries. So it seems like this kind of uh, meeting, this size of meeting kind of geared toward a particular role that the leader is having is, is really being uh, received very well. What do you think are the key elements that are making these cohorts so valuable and successful? Well, I think you just mentioned one is the size of the group. So we, we limit these to um, ideally six or eight people, no more than eight people. Uh, because once you get more than eight in a room, discussion really begins to, it becomes difficult. And so uh, the size of the group is important. And then I think the guys spend enough time together. So typically the cohorts, as we mentioned, they'll meet three or four times in person. And these are usually, um, you know, day long, 10 to two type of meetings. So we try to plan the time so that uh, people from all different parts of the state who need to drive here can do that in a day. Uh, be here at 10 and then break by two so that they can get home. Those have been very helpful. And then even the individual coaching that goes along with that has been, is very beneficial. And, you know, I think as, as we've already observed, these allow us to, to really um, accelerate a learning process and to help guys take a, a major jump in the area that we're focused on um, in something that is very important to their overall ministry success. Yeah, I think that's, you know, focusing on their area and tr really trying to help meet what are their greatest needs, identify what those core needs are for that group and addressing those specifically is really starting to, to show some, some value. So I think it, it may be impossible, but correct me if I'm wrong, I think our ideal would be that 
each of our pastors would be able to have a group like this that would be uh, that they would be able to be a part of that would be really addressing whatever their top um, concerns are and and also I mean again it's not just the learning and solving problems but to be vitally connected with other leaders who are sharing in that same um, sharing that same ministry and 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 uh, facing the same set of circumstances so what are the plans that we have for upcoming cohorts well right now we're working on a um, cohort for next generation worship leaders so these would be um, typically guys who and and ladies who are under uh, 30 years of age in their first uh, five, six, seven years of ministry. Many times they're in that phase where uh, they're newly married, maybe welcoming their first child into their family. Uh, So it's it's going to be uh, a cohort that's not focused on um, how to, you know, run a soundboard and, and put together a service plan, we're making the assumption that uh, the people that involved with this already know how to do it, but it's going to be much more of a mentoring and coaching process, helping them become better individuals, better leaders, better husbands, fathers, wives, mothers, and be able to take that and um, um, build a very strong foundation personally so that they can become better at leading in the worship area. And so this will be led by someone who has very uh, strong worship ministry experience, but is um, overwhelmingly a, a pastor and discipler at heart. And that that is another element that I, we I don't think we touched on specifically. But the again, this is not a BCI person walking into the room as the expert, but we're really wanting to find those leaders who are gifted and skilled and experienced in these areas and be able to have them to facilitate the learning in the group. Is that right? Right. I think, you know, again, as Tim outlined our strategy, it really begins with listening, with being curious. What? How can we best help you in your ministry? What are some pain points that you're struggling with. And that's going to be different for for people all over the spectrum. Uh, But then recognizing that, you know, for example, I am not a worship leader. I I have absolutely no experience in leading worship ministry. Could I pastor people who are worship leaders? Yes, but there's a synergy and a power that comes there when you have someone who has in-depth experience as a worship leader, but also the ability to mentor and coach. And so that's outside of our BCI staff. I mean, we recognize that. And so we are able to draw on the resources within the Baptist Convention of Iowa and the, and the wonderful pastors that we have and, and bring those together to form a really powerful synergy that allows us not only to um, help our pastors in areas where they need it, but then build those connections with local guys. So we're not bringing in people from Nashville or Atlanta, even though there's a lot of really good people in Nashville and Atlanta. Our pastors overwhelmingly have told us, you know, I would rather get to know guys in our own state, in our own community that I can learn from and be mentored by rather than have some national expert come in who is going to be able to present a great workshop, but then leave and there's no relationship. So being able to build those relationships with other pastors and leaders around you, what, what if there is someone listening right now that, that they're interested in that? What's the best way to find out about what are the upcoming options uh, for cohorts? Well, again, uh, our website and our newsletter are always 
kind of first points of contact. Those are uh, that's where we're pushing information out. Also, um, realize that if you're seeing cohorts and you're not seeing something that fits your need, that would be an opportunity to reach out to us and say, "Hey, I would be interested in in something like this." This is the process of being curious and learning. So, Ben, I don't know what you know specific areas you may be interested in, but you do, and you 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 need to communicate those to us as a staff, as far as how we can then develop these um, cohorts for the future, and find the best people to lead those who will be able to speak at a high level of expertise in those areas. We are really excited about the great response we've seen so far from the BCI cohorts, and we're looking forward to getting many more pastors involved in cohorts over the next few years. Do you have an idea for a cohort that would be a great fit for you? Email us at bciowa at bciowa.org or visit the website at bciowa.org to let us know how we can get you connected 